Need a new set of optics? For more than a decade, Riton Optics has been providing optic solutions for hunters and shooters of all types and disciplines. Check out their Primal line for those products geared more towards us hunters. From binoculars and spotting scopes to your basic 3-9 to nine scopes and longer range crossover models, the Primal line from Riton was made for hunters. Learn more at RitonOptics.com. That's Riton, R-I-T-O-N, Optics.com. Brought to you by the Where to Hunt podcast. It's Tactical Talk with real hunters getting it done across the nation. Hey guys, this is Eric with uh, Where to Hunt podcast, and we're here with another Tactic Talk quick quick hit segment where we're here with uh, Jake Bush to cover again, some more early season stuff, but uh, Jake, you're the man, man. So I want to hear how you're getting it done early season specifically. I'm just going to let you kind of go with it. Yes, sir. Sounds good. So, um, uh, you know, throughout the years, I've, I believe that I've had quite a bit of success early season. Um, I would say that a lot of that's based around my scouting and my work in the off season leading up to that. So, um, to start off, you know, January 1st season's over. Um, I'm going to start attacking it by scouting out beds for certain locations that I picked out that I want to target for that year. Uh, my, my biggest thing that I really focus on, um, I'm a big hill country hunter and I'm really focused on wind-based beds. So generally in hill country, bucks will bed on the leeward side of a ridge or on leeward side points where um, you're going to have a, you're going to have a good amount of wind to back and sight so those bucks can have the advantage to pretty much everything. If you can, you know, if you can take that in and kind of apply that, you'll notice that you'll find a lot more beds in these locations. Um, and they're they're actually quite simple to target early season for a few reasons. <clears throat> if you can take a lot of those locations and um, and start to put together like a destination food source and start to put together, you know, let's say 10 or 15 of these spots for early season. I think that the first two weeks might be the best two weeks all year to target a mature buck, especially a specific buck. Um, so let's say that I have my beds picked out. I've got the beds that, you know, I've scouted out throughout the spring. My next step will be trying to just get inventory on bucks that I want to target for the year. So I will put out trail cameras. This year I'm running roughly 20 trail cameras. I'll, uh, I'll normally get those out around the 1st of June and then try to run those until September. The reason for that is I think that if I check most of my cameras in September, a lot of those deer will still be on that pattern come the either late September or early October start for our season. So in which state are you in? Which state out. are you Another hunting? Thing that I'll do basically all summer is glass as well. Um, so I'll, you know, drive around to destination food sources, whether it's a flat of white oaks that I can see from the road or a big clear cut that I can get up high and kind of observe overnight. Um, a bean field, you know, short corn fields, alfalfa fields, anything like that. And I'll just try to get really good inventory on these deer uh, for the ones that I want to target. So normally I'll drive around and say I locate five bucks. When I locate those deer, I already have their beds scouted out from the springtime. 
So the big thing that I'll do is start, I'll get on a map on like Onyx and I'll start putting together, you know, certain travel routes to certain destinations at that time of the year based on the beds that I've already found. And I'll, I'll have specific locations for certain winds that I'll target as well. There's a lot of different factors that go into that. You know, I'll, I'll factor in temperature for the day, um, not necessarily just wind direction, but wind velocity as well, because that's going to affect how far down the ridge some of these beds that they're using are based on the wind tunnel. Um, you know, if it's, if it's a hot day and the sun's really shining, you're going to have a better thermal pole as well. So all these, all these factors into the specific beds that I want to target. And then, uh, so from that point, basically I will have everything that I want for, let's say my first five sits for the year. Um, and then I'm just waiting on the exact weather conditions that I want for that location. And when I get that, I'll, I'll pounce. I'm, uh, I'm probably more aggressive than most hunters. And I think that has a that's got a lot to do with the success that I do have. You know, if I can put myself on five good bucks and have five different destination food sources with beds that I can target, I don't have to worry about sitting back or bumping a deer. I'll go into, you know, within 50 or a hundred yards of that bedding location and set up basically in between him and the destination. And, you know, based on sign rubs, uh, community scrapes, things like that as well. So it allows me to be really aggressive. And, you know, I've, I've bumped a lot of deer doing that. And the thing that I can always fall back on is I've got another location with another mature buck that I can target the next day. And so, you know, I, I have basically zero fear going into that. And I think that that's a big part of it. Um, and I think that being aggressive like that also allows you to learn quite a bit as well from your mistakes. And that's really important too. If you're constantly just sitting back, and you're not in the game and you're not seeing a lot of these deer, you're not making those mistakes. You're never really going to grow as a hunter and then become really good at this. And that's, that's kind of my goal as well is to just become so instinctive with it that I can get on, you know, mature buck pretty much every year in the first few days of season. Um, so basically, so I have my deer picked out that I want to target. I have the locations, I have the weather pattern for that day. I'll go in with a uh, stand on my back. You know, I'm, I'm a mobile hunter. So either my stand or my saddle, depending on distance, and I'll just normally scout my way in. And I've tried to get away from having like a specific tree in mind, like a certain destination. I've tried to get a lot better at reading the sign on the way in. And that's something that I actually picked up from the, the hunting public quite, quite a bit. I saw their success. And so over the last couple of years, I've tried to implement that. And it's, it's really helped me out quite a bit because a lot of times walking in, I would have a destination in mind and I would either walk past really hot sign or I would set up somewhere that didn't have that hot sign. And I had a lot of sits where I just, I didn't have a lot of action and they were really, you know, quite low percentage sits because I was just too far out of the game or I went past it. So I think that, you know, determining location as you're there in the heat of the moment is really important. And uh, if you can put all that together, I mean, you can you can really get on some mature bucks early season. And, you know, especially on public land where you have the opportunity to travel around and target multiple bucks at a time. So I'm just kind of um, taking in what you've said here. You're running 20 trail cams. How, are you splitting it up kind of between, you said you have like five target bucks. So how many are you running like, you know, what, 
four different the, the math on that 20 divided by four like is that four properties that you're putting those <laughs> on right um so yeah yeah i got you so my goal is five bucks um at, like as of right now I have target bucks that I found sheds off and, and stuff like that, but I don't have any target bucks necessarily located for the year at this point. And I'll have those located through glassing and um, my cameras. So I actually have, I believe eight different parcels, eight different public pieces that I have cameras on right now. And, you know, I have more cameras on locations that I determined were good last year. Last year was my first year in Ohio and I gained quite a bit of Intel. And then uh, I have basically one camera at a couple new spots that I've just found some really good beds on and some good sign or found a couple sheds at. And I'm just trying to narrow it down at this point. I mean, I want to get as, as much of a focus on the specific gear as possible, but have a broad spectrum throughout Ohio so I can, I can stay open-minded as well. And when does Ohio season for both start? I believe this year uh, it is the 26th of September. So it's pretty early. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know specifically ours in Wisconsin. It typically falls on like the second week of September. So it's usually like, you know, balls hot outside, um, which presents obviously some challenges and in a whole nother paradigm. But, you know, the, the, the concept of you taking inventory through trail cams and glassing, when you're talking about public land, um, you know, you talked about, you know, bean fields or low corn and things like that, or oak flats, and some of that stuff you can see from the road. I have areas like that around me here in Wisconsin. Uh, unfortunately, not most of it, uh, at least in like my micro kind of nucleus area from my home, unless I'm like driving a little bit, there's not a lot of, there's that kind of property that I can see, but it's not huntable. So it gives me some sense of like, okay, what are the deer into? What are they doing here? But that's less important for where I want to go. So uh, you being in Ohio, are you driving to these different, these eight different properties and doing that glassing also? Yes, I am. And a lot of these drives are, you know, an hour to two hours away as well. And I've just kind of set up, like when I moved down here, I, I got a specific job that's 12 hour shifts. So I have more days off every week and I can actually drive around and check those locations. That's cool. I was going to ask, you know, um, you said you're really able to pounce whenever the moment's kind of right. So, you know, hopefully that moment doesn't happen on one of those 12 hour shifts, but it seems like you might have a little bit more uh, flexibility in your week to be able to address that. And is it, you know, during, during the week, you're going to have, a, I think a little bit more, at least more odds of success of not seeing another hunter. It minimizes that threat a little bit during the weekend. Obviously that's when most people have the time to get out. So are you doing most of the stuff during the week if you can? Yeah. The majority of the bucks that I've killed that were really mature early season were in the middle of the week. Um, and, and the other side of that too, like I take I'll take a week of vacation the first week of season, which I don't think a lot of guys do. And so I'm really focused on, you know, my goal is to be tagged out in the first seven days. So you really are in the state that I'm in. It's, it's cool that I'm talking to you. You know, we've had a, a couple episodes now that we're filling the can with, and we're really focusing on early season right now. And that'll change as we progress, but you really are an early season whitetail bow hunter. I mean, that's, that's your jam and you got it down. I mean, it's pretty, your approach is pretty scientific. Yeah, I love it, man. And it just seems like, uh, you know, the more the more that I do it, I think this would go for anybody, the, the more instinctive it becomes. I mean, it's almost to the point now where, like last year in Ohio, it was only my second hunt I've ever had in Ohio when I killed that buck. And um, I think that, you know, it's just putting the pieces together. And if you put the time in in the off season, 
I, I can't stress that enough that it's, it's all based on time in the field. I believe, you know, that's, what's going to make you the best at your craft. And if you like, for me, I did kind of dedicate my, you know, my hunting routine towards the early season, just because I like the idea of patterning a deer. I like the idea of knowing where he's bedded. And I like the idea of walking in with a tree stand on my back and beating him at his game. And that's, you know, for me, like the rut is a lot of fun, but it's kind of random as well. I, I really like the idea of knowing that you beat that deer at his game. That's, that's something in my mind that, that I just really enjoy. That's cool. I mean, you, you have more things in your control, I guess, because it is for lack of a better term, it's a little bit more predictable, but you do have to study that animal. So, you know, when I hear people talk about targeting a very specific buck, it's always perplexed me up until probably right now with this conversation, because if you're doing the early season, it's more predictable and reliable information, the resources that you have and the intel that you've collected versus if someone's telling me they're targeting a very specific butt buck and it's the middle of the rut and it's October 31st or the first week of November or whatever, the hell is that buck? You know, how far are yeah, they going to travel? Yeah. And so that's always perplexed me when I've heard that. I don't know if that means that everybody that does, you know, specific buck targeting is going early season. I don't think that's the case. I think you've hit the nail on the head with how you've really produced success for yourself. And I've traditionally been pretty unexcited about early season. I shouldn't say it that way, but I've, by the time all of this time has elapsed, I'm dying to go hunting. And then I get out there and I realize there's walls of mosquitoes and it's sweating and it's just disgusting out there. But I also didn't, I also wasn't armed with all of this information I've been collecting for early season specifically. So I was kind of like going ice fishing without a Vexlar, I guess, you know, just drilling blind holes and wondering what the hell is going to happen without having any idea what the terrain is below me, where the weed beds are, where the drop-offs are, what the terrain is, nothing, you know, just hoping that it would work all while yep. not having a shanty and suffering too. I mean, like at this rate, you have more intel, more information. So you're willing to deal with those elements because you kind of know what's going on. And that can outweigh that suffering, I guess, to a degree. Yep. And now, you know, you have your Vexlar and you're out walleye fishing and there's a, there's a group of guys a hundred yards away. Like that's the rut basically on public land. Mm -hmm. There's guys all over the place. Early season, the first week of season, I, I've only ever probably seen three or four guys total hunting early season on public land. I mean, it's 5% of what you get during the rut. So really, you know, you're the first person in there to see these deer. You can make all the moves you want. There's no pressure at all for the most part. I mean, I don't know how it is in Wisconsin. I've never hunted there, but New York, Pennsylvania, Ohio, um, all the places that I've hunted, Montana, early season, there's just no pressure at all. So you can kind of make your own fortune with it. It's, it's all up to you and it's in your hands. It's a great way to conclude that, man. That's awesome. Thank you very much for doing this with us today. Yes, sir. Absolutely.